Welcome, welcome to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1, featuring Bay Area Sports Insight. Now, here's your host, Jimmy B. Sports fans, good morning and welcome to the Jimmy B Sports Show. I'm your host, Jim Barron, on this Saturday, April the 2nd. And of course, the big news of the weekend is... The final four. No, it's not the Bucks. It's the final four. We're going to break that down, let you know who's going to win and why. We're going to be talking about the Lightning back on their winning ways and maybe a little bit of football and baseball. The number here, 877-448-7901. As always, JimmyBSports.com will also give you a way to communicate with me. We'll be right back to start the show on Power 90.1. Do you love driving, but you hate your expensive car payment? Open Road Lending can reduce your current car payment by as much as $100 a month or more. Yes, it's easy to refinance your current car payment and save up to $100 a month. Could you use an extra $100 a month? Then make this call to Open Road Lending today to learn how you can lower your current car payment. It's easy, only takes a few minutes, and there's no cost or obligation to apply and get approved. You can do it all from the comfort of your home. Call today and see how much you can save. Call 800-871-9417. 800-871-9417. That's 800-871-9417. Call now. 800-871-9417. Terms and conditions apply. Financing is available with approved credit. See openroadlending.com for details. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back, sports fans. Talking about the Lightning. As we started last week's show, we talked about the mini slump that they were in and a couple of the things that they needed to address to be able to turn it around, get back on track. Well, they did just that this past week. They had a great game against the Red Wings early in the week and Point had a power play goal of 228 of overtime and we were able to win that game by a score of 2-1. to one. So that capped off the first game of the week. And then if you looked at later on in the week, we were able to not only win that game, but also against the Islanders by a score of 4-1. to one. And then a great game against the Hurricanes. Uh, four to three, we picked up the W and the two points in that one. If you look at that game, um, it seemed as though you know, it was back and forth. Carolina scored first. Both teams scored two goals in the second period. Uh, we tied it in the third, and then we won in overtime. Stamco scored on a power play with... Uh, 52 seconds to go into over 52 seconds into overtime and uh, he also had two regulation assists during that game so when it came right down to it the Lightning had a fantastic week and they were really able to get back on track with three wins uh, tough weekend with the Blackhawks in town tonight we have the um, uh, Canadians and then uh, Toronto I believe on Tuesday it is so tough stretch but uh, we're showing what we're made of, and it's good to see the Lightning playing the way that uh, we're used to seeing them play, quite honestly. You get a little spoiled sometimes. Every team goes through their slumps. It's a roller coaster of a season for everyone in the NHL as well as any other professional sports uh, season. So we'll take the good with the bad and you know, keep on keeping on.
going on, as they say. And I think that right now, if the Lightning continue to play as they have, they've had more focus. Uh, they seem to be able to be playing great defense, uh, holding teams to a, a goal in two of the games this past week. So I think that right now the Lightning are on um, a much better path than they were a week ago. Would love to hear your thoughts on that. 877-448-7901. You can go to JimmyBSports.com and check in that way if you want. Let me know what you think about the Lightning. All right, I want to talk a little bit about the Bucks right now. A big week down here in Tampa Bay. Never a dull moment, it seems, if you're a Buccaneer fan. That's for sure. Uh, as you know by now, Coach Arians uh, stepped away from the sidelines and he will be up in the main office in the Bucks organization. Uh, a lot happened this past week. Uh, as you know, not only did Arians step away, but he also um, announced that Todd Bowles, who was previously the defensive coordinator, will be taken over as the head coach of the team. Uh, what do you do? What do you say about that? Um, some people thought it should have been leftwards. Some people um, were surprised by the move in general of, of Arians going upstairs. And I guess there's a couple ways to look at it. Number one, Arians has always been the kind of person that is thinking about succession, what's going to happen next. He is someone who, when you talk about the Rooney rule, which we'll get to shortly, um, I think he's someone who's always been a little bit ahead of that curve, if you will, whether it be having women uh, associated with the team, um, minority coaches. He is someone that has taken the lead, and it just may have been that he thought that uh, it was time for him to give someone else a chance. And, you know, look at it this way. If Arian stays... And when you have the players in place that we have had in the last couple weeks with Brady coming back, um, able to get Godwin signed, you know, coming to contracts with some other major players on that team, it's not a team that's in disarray right now. It's a team that can really compete for a another Lombardi trophy. Look at the... the Lines in Vegas when you get a chance and see if you're surprised with where the Bucks are right now. Um, so when you talk about Arians, what's important to him may not be important to every other coach in the league. Of course, winning is saying that if he would have stayed with the team that they were able to put together in the last couple of weeks, if he would have stayed and they won the Super Bowl this year, guess what? Arians goes to the Hall of Fame. But instead of doing that, he turns it over to Todd Bowles, uh, who happens to be a minority coach. He's been there. No, Bowles isn't any rookie to the league. He's 58 years old. And that, I think, answers a, a lot of questions as to why they picked Bowles as a successor instead of Leftwich. Leftwich is only 39, 40 years old, I think. Um, Bulls is uh, 58 years old and, you know, he's got a tighter window as far as his career uh, in the NFL. Now, if you remember, Bulls was a head coach at one point with the Jets. Uh, his record, I don't know if that's an indication of his ability. I would say not. 
26 and 41 with the Jets. The Jets are always a dumpster fire, it seems to be. So I think that Arian said, you know what? Let me go ahead, turn it over to Bowles, and we go out, we, we win this year, and then Leftwich gets a head coaching job someplace next year because of the success that the um, Bucks have this year. And I think that, you know, also you look at Arians, he's going to be 70 years old. He had that Achilles injury. And I, no, I know he's not playing, obviously, on the field, but still being able to get around after an Achilles injury is a um, is a feat just in itself. And the level of energy and commitment that it takes for a head coach right now, you see them running up and down the sidelines. Um, and no, he may just not have been able to go ahead and um, you know want to go through the process. He said that he's been thinking about it now for probably a month or so, and you have to wonder what type of legacy does he leave in his mind when he's thinking of everything. So... Um, you know, at the conference, if you watch the press conference on Thursday, I think it was, when they announced Todd Bowles as the new head coach, uh, you know, Bowles is pretty much of a low-key type of guy, did a good job on the defense for the last several years with the Bucks, except for that last play with that blitz um, that allowed Cooper Cup to catch that pass, which I know no one really wants to think of right now, but... Uh, and he'll admit, he did admit that that was a mistake, bad call on his part. Um, great comeback by the Bucks, just to see it go by the wayside with uh, one play like that. But nonetheless, uh, Bowles, I believe, is a good coach. He may bring a little bit more of a discipline to the team. Arians had a very, you know, free type of organization, um, very open, uh, not a lot of discipline, in my opinion. Bowles might be someone who's able to uh, take that in a little bit of a different direction. Um, but at the conference, my point was is that it would have been nice to have Brady answer a couple questions uh, instead of uh, he had a statement obviously saying all the right things about what how important it was when he came to the team and uh, Arians is a, is a great coach and um they worked well together and all those things, of course, you expect to hear from someone like Tom Brady. But then when it times comes time to take some questions, he's nowhere to be found. Because if you look at the timeline, you know, all those things said about Arian and his desire to uh, step away from the sidelines, give someone else a chance with the Rooney rule there. Um, he's obviously one step ahead of the curve with that. Um, so, but if you talk about Brady, if you look at the timeline with him, there's a lot of coincidences there. And I'm not going to get into conspiracies, obviously. But when you have Brady saying that he's retiring, whatever it was, 30, 40 days later, he goes to a, um, a soccer game as a guest of uh, the Glaziers out there in England, and then the next day announces that he's going to come back. Um, that in itself, I think, was a surprise, at least the timing of it was. And the, him coming back was actually a surprise to me. Maybe not to you guys, but to me it was. He did come back, and then all of a sudden you see Arian stepping down this past week. To me, that's another coincidence, and I don't uh, put much 
credibility and coincidences with these things. So, you know, whatever was said, there, there's people say there's a rift between Arians and Brady. Um, you have players that are saying that that couldn't be further from the truth. And the only, there's four people that know what's going on. And of course, it's Arians, it's Brady, it's Todd Light, and it's Joel Glazer. And other than those four, Anybody else who just says something, it's an opinion, and it's no better than yours or mine or anything else. So I think at this point, we have to look at the big picture, and the big picture is right now, at this time and at this point in time, you have Todd Bowles as the new head coach of the Buccaneers, and you have Leftwich still as the offensive coordinator who'll be responsible for the whole offense again. Um, not sure if Arians got involved at all last year with the plays. He may have, may not have, but either way, he won't be this year. And we're going to take it from there. I think that the Bucks have a harder schedule this year than last year. They did win 13 games last year, and as you know, we're able to host two games. But I think that with a tougher schedule, um, we may not win as many games. We may win 11 instead of 13, and the team could be better than last year's team, if that makes sense. I, um, I do think that they're going to... Uh, be a little bit more focused in some ways. And I think that uh, when it comes right down to it, you're going to see a Bucks team out there really going back to the way they were two years ago. I think there's a little bit of a letdown last year in some uh, facets of the game. Um, enough blame to spread around to everyone. Uh, but at this point, we don't want to assess any blame. We want to look to the future here. And I think the future looks bright for the Bucks. We'd love to hear your thoughts. 877-448-7901. Sports of Power 901.com. We'll be right back. You are in the gymnasium. And we'll be talking some basketball next. The Property Shop, your one-stop shop for all of your real estate needs. Looking for homes for sale or rent in the Tampa market? Text HOMES to 71441. That's HOMES to 71441. The Property Shop is a full-service realty and management company with a team of partners to give you that extra peace of mind. The Property Shop is truly your one-stop shop, providing stellar service in all areas of realty. And right now, new home buyers will receive a one-year home protection warranty for that extra peace of mind on your next big purchase. More info online at the Property shopusa.com or 813-655-5000. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back, sports fans. We talked about the Lightning, a little bit about the Bucks. We're going to talk about the Rays next week more, but of course, it's March Madness. This is the final weekend. Come Monday night at midnight, it'll be over. Both the men's and the women final four will take place uh, starting yesterday with the women. Uh, today we have the men. Two great games. If you want to you know, talk about some blue bloods in college basketball, um, you're going to have Villanova playing Kansas in the first game about 6 o'clock. So that's a game. I mean, if you looked at Villanova, they have one of the best coaches, I believe, in all of um, college basketball and Jay Wright going against Bill Self there with Kansas. Kansas, when, they, um, when they're when they on, they're very, very tough to beat. Hence, they're a one seed. I think that with the um, absence of Justin Moore, with the unfortunate Achilles tear that he had in the last minute 
of the uh, game that got Villanova to the Final Four. With his absence, I think it's going to be tough for uh, Villanova to fill that 15-point void that's going to be left by him. But, you know, I say that a lot of times when you're a team and you have an injury to us, uh, a key player, a starter, um, the next game back, a lot of times you'll have people that are starting that'll step up and pick up the slack knowing that they have to. Um, You'll have some people that come off the bench. And, you know, Villanova, they only play about eight people deep. So not a lot of uh, opportunities for uh, players on that team to see some time. But you have those three people off the bench that will see some more quality minutes and will know that they have to go out there and produce and play even harder than they normally do. So you never know which way it's going to go. I think that Villanova will try to take the air out of the ball, obviously, slow it down, work the shot clock, and try to um, you know, make sure they're hitting the threes. If they can hit the threes, if they can hit you know, 40% of them, uh, they have a very good chance of, of winning this game. Kansas, for as good as they are, they can be scary on the offensive end sometimes, and you never know which team um, you're going to get. I think that right now, both Villanova and um, Kansas are going under the radar because of the second game, obviously, getting all the hype and... um, you know, being talked about the, the most this past week for the Final Four. So getting back to the Nova game, I'm hoping that Nova is able to win the game, but I think that Kansas just might be a little bit too strong and they may come out the victor in this one. We'll see. But talking about that second game, of course, uh, we have two teams that probably know each other better than any two teams in NCAA basketball history. And I'm talking about um, the Carolina Wildcats going against the Duke Blue Devils. So these two teams, if you remember, Carolina um, was able to beat Duke in the last game at at Cameron there not too long ago. I think it was... uh, beginning of February, if I'm not mistaken. So these two campuses, to begin with, they're only 11, 12 miles apart geographically. So they uh, know each other very well. The players on both teams are very familiar with each other. It would be like you going to the local Y uh, every every Wednesday and playing with the same bunch of guys from the area. That's how well these two teams know each other. So you're not going to have any surprises. It's going to come down to, and I know it's very cliche, but who, whoever is shooting better in that game is going to come out the victor. Uh, Carolina has played very well, um, better than they did all season in the last several games. And Duke is playing at their peak right now. So you're catching both teams, as you can imagine, playing at their best in the um, the Final Four, which is the way it should be. So if you break that game down, it's all about matchups, in my opinion. When you talk about uh, Duke, they may not have really been tested, if you will, in the, uh, the tournament. And uh, again, some of the games that they won, they were just able to have the better matchup, uh, in my opinion, against the other team. Now, against Carolina, that may not be the, uh, the, the case. 
Carolina has some solid players, and uh, like I said, they're very familiar with who they have on the team. I'm not going to break down all the players for you in the matchups and bore you with all of that, but I am going to say that I think it has the makings for a very high-scoring, close game. Uh, if you look right now, Duke is a four-point favorite, um, and I think that, no, that, that's warranted. I think four points is a, you know, a pretty fair assessment the way that they've been playing. Of course, they're playing for their coach as well. Krzyzewski, will this be his last game? Well, you could ask that question for the last couple of weeks because ever since the tournament started, is, is this going to be his last game? Is this going to be his last game? Well, is tonight's game going to be his last game? He's 75 years old. He is retiring from the coaching annals after after uh, the tournament's over. So whether it's tonight or Monday night, it will be his last weekend uh, as a head coach in the NCAA. I know he had a press conference and he took that opportunity, by the way, to really rip the NCAA, saying that they're really doing a lot of things that um, they're not dealing with some of the issues, talking about the name, image, and likeness deals that uh, really have reshaped the sports. And he sees that, of course, with the you know, top top division team uh, every year that he has. So, I mean, the players are getting uh, the, what they want at the long sought ability to make millions, but uh, the NCAA has not figured out a way to regulate them. And they're kind of leaving that up to the schools. Um, and we're going to see what happens. But he did have a, a couple good points in a, if you will, farewell press conference and left a lot of um, doors open to what needs to be done with not just the uh, name, image, and likeness issue, but also uh, transgender sports in the NCAA. And he seemed to say that a lot of things need to pretty much be blown up and uh, started over. So uh, I think that if you get back to the game, I, I do think that if Carolina is able to go out there and stay close. I, I like their chances at the end uh, to be able to win that game against Duke. I think that it may be Krzyzewski's last game and Duke might be at the end of the run. Uh, Duke and Carolina have never uh, played uh, in the tournament like this before. It's a first in the uh, NCAA brackets, so that's another first. And, um, you know, if it goes the other way, if Duke is able to win the game and go on to play, let's say, Kansas, it will be pretty ironic because Krzyzewski has won uh, five national championships during his tenure as a coach of Duke. And if you remember... The first one that he won was back in 1991. Um, and let me tell you about that one because a lot of people just remember uh, how Duke got to that final game. If you remember uh, UNLV, the, the running Rebels, best team in the, in the country at that point, uh, on the planet from a college level, Jerry Tarkanian, the coach, um, sucking on that towel the whole game. They seem to be undefeatable. Well, what happened, Duke beat them in a, in a huge upset. A lot of people think that was the final game, but it wasn't. They had to play two nights later, and guess who they beat for the national championship? Yeah, if you said Kansas, you'd be right. So the first 
um, national championship that Duke and Krzyzewski had won was against Kansas back in 91. Wouldn't it be ironic if the last one he wins, his sixth one, would be against Kansas in the championship game? Just uh, throwing that out there. And if not, say it's uh, Kansas against Carolina. How about Larry Brown, who has coached both teams? His head will be exploding, not knowing which way to go. So just a couple of tidbits of information there to make the game a little bit more exciting. Who do you think is going to win? 877-448-7901, JimmyBSports.com. I, I think that it is going to be Kansas against um, Carolina in the final and uh, who knows, with those four teams, each team is a champion in their own right, winning their um, region and getting to the getting to the big games, the big weekend games. So I think it's going to be very interesting to see um, what happens and what two teams are able to get to the uh, championship game on Monday. So by midnight on Monday, it'll all be over. Um, have a champion crowned and we'll move on to the uh, next sport which will be baseball so um, your thoughts if you want to check in and let me know uh, finally how your bracket's done so far uh, I don't want to talk about mine but I'll be happy to listen to what you have to say about yours number 877-448-7901 we'll be right back to keep the show going on Power 90.1 What are you so happy about? I'm on the pill. Aren't you two a bit old to worry about having more kids? Not her. Me. Uh, you lost me there, buddy. Steel Man pills. Things weren't always looking up if you catch my drift. So, my doctor prescribed me a little something. Like Viagra? Yeah, but that's expensive, and it wasn't covered by my insurance. Steel Man pills. Going the extra mile to help men with erectile dysfunction. 800-748-6805. 800-748-6805. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back, sports fans. As though basketball is not enough on the college level this weekend, we do have about a week left in the NBA. So I want to just briefly uh, touch on some of the things going on right now. If you look at the Eastern Conference, you have the top six teams, six teams within four and a half games of each other. You have the, the Heat up by a half a game over Milwaukee, two games over Boston, two and a half over Philly, four over the Bulls, and four and a half over the Raptors. So uh, rounding out the top 10 are Cleveland, Brooklyn, Charlotte, and Atlanta. They, top, they take the top eight teams, obviously. There's a play-in game. So I, I think that if you look at it right now, um, there's been some good head-to-head matchups. This past week, you had Brooklyn uh, playing Boston. You had Milwaukee playing uh, the Sixers, I believe. I, I think that uh, you really... Milwaukee is the reigning champion right now, and I'm a firm believer until someone knocks off the champ, they're still the champ. So as of right now, even though um, Milwaukee is not in first, they're only a game out, half game out, I still think that they're the team to beat in the Eastern Conference. Um, it's going to be a very, very interesting Eastern Conference playoffs this year. Uh, like I said, those top six teams with the Bulls, the Raptors, the Sixers, the Celtics, the Bucks, the Heat, really any one of those, uh, I would say top four, Boston, Milwaukee, Miami, Philly even, 
could um, be there in the Eastern Finals. Interesting thing going on with the Sixers right now. Uh, Harden, the Sixers got embarrassed by Detroit on Thursday night and uh, post-game press conference, Doc Rivers, who's their coach, was actually uh, calling out Harden um, as to one of the reasons why they they really didn't win that game and needs to do better. So that's an interesting strategy in my opinion, at this point, with a week left to go uh, in this season, to be calling out someone who's been on your team for maybe mm-hmm. a month, um, I think it's, I think it's uh, something that could be taken care of maybe a little better internally in the locker room. Possibly, you have Embiid who uh, will step up when he has to. He's in the running for the MVP of the league, along with uh, the Greek freak from Milwaukee. I guess you can, uh, Jokic is, is always there as well. So I think right now, though, if you look at the team, Boston, if they stay healthy, they could very easily win the East. Uh, Miami with Jimmy Butler, I think Spolstra is the best coach of all those teams uh, in the top six there. And I think that if... Um, Miami, and again, if you looked at Miami, they had a couple internal issues last week. Uh, people yelling at each other in the timeout. Uh, Butler and um, Adonis, I believe it was, uh, going head-to-head with uh, Spolster on some things. So uh, every team has that. But I do think that Miami is very well coached. Of course, you have Riley in the mix there, sitting back watching everything. Don't count them out. Definitely in the East. So it's going to be an interesting week coming up. Rest some players. See what happens in the Western Conference. I believe it's Phoenix and then everyone else. Phoenix has a record of 62 and 14. They're definitely the number one seed. Memphis and uh, Dallas have also clinched playoff berths. But um, I think in a seven-game series, Phoenix is definitely... Uh, heads and tails above everyone else in the West. The Lakers, they were fighting for a play-in game. Um, They keep on falling by the wayside more and more each week. And I think that uh, you're going to see some, um, definitely some blow-ups by LeBron here shortly. And I think his days are numbered. He just wants to hold out to be able to play with his son, Bronny, there on any team at any time in my opinion so um, it'll be interesting to see what happens in the next couple uh, uh, weeks here like I said the final week or so in the NBA will show how the seedings will line up and then we'll start that I think the playoffs will be starting here shortly and we'll talk more about that guys unfortunately that's all the time we have it always goes by too quickly we'd love to hear your thoughts on um, a couple things the Bucks. are you happy with their decision as far as naming Bowles the coach and Arians going upstairs to the main office and secondly do you think that the four teams that are left those four blue blood basketball teams who do you think will be in the final game on Monday night and who will ultimately be the national champion let me know the number here is 877-448-7901 you can email me sports at power 901.com it's always a pleasure to uh, come to you on Saturday mornings my name's Jim Barron as always stay vigilant Stay safe, and above all, stay positive. We'll talk to you next time at the gymnasium. Have a great weekend.